shit's unflattering All up in my head again I don't feel myself right now Maybe I should just lay down And then it eats my vitamin I don't feel the difference I don't like myself right now Gotta find a way out Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Chantel, and I'm your host of Speak Your Way. It is Saturday afternoon, June 12th, and I apologize for the day change. This week had a few bumps in the road that prevented me from hosting this podcast on Friday as usual. How is everyone feeling today out of 10? I just wanted to remind everyone this podcast is a safe place to speak freely and share your stories with mental health and or addiction. And that means we must treat everyone with the utmost respect with each story podcast as well. Today, I would like to openly share that I am nowhere close to being a 10, maybe not even a six. If I'm truly being honest, I have not being been feeling myself because my anxiety levels have been at an all-time high, thus leaving my mental health in not such a good place. For a person without a diagnosis may think, well, you're just having a bad week. Don't worry, things will get better. And you got this. Or the famous line, you are so strong, so don't worry so much. Now, a person like myself who does have a diagnosis with emotional regulation, when having a bad week, I can feel like it's the end of everything. And no matter how hard I try and see the light at the end of the tunnel, with medication and even previous treatment, nothing feels right. And I basically want to tell those people to take their you got this kind of statements and put those in a place where the sun don't shine. Does anyone out there agree with me? Anyone? I hope that your numbers this week were better than mine. And if not, I always like to say your number is unique to you. And that no matter the number, there is no perfect days, no perfect people, and there's always room for improvement. It's all about that positive self-talk I spoke about last week in my last podcast. It is up to us to choose whether we want to stay in the low number and try and work our way out or simply stay there and hope for a better number the next day or even my next podcast. Were you able to make it out of bed this morning? If you did, please give yourself a big pat on on your back as I am getting as getting out of bed can sometimes be a very difficult task. You accomplished it, and I commend you. Before I get into today's topic, I just want to remind everyone that if today or any day following today's podcast that you would like to share your story with mental health and or addiction with myself and the Speak Your Way audience, you can email me at speakyourwaypodcast at gmail.com, all in lower cases. Or you can also request an interview if you live in the Windsor-Essex County area. So let's jump into into today's topic of anxiety. I felt that this would be a great topic for this week because not only have I been dealing with anxiety for over a week now, 
It is also a part of my mental health diagnosis. Did you know that anxiety disorders are the most common of the mental health problems in both Canada and the U.S.? In Canada, anxiety affects 1 in 10 Canadians, and in the U.S., affecting over 40 million adults in the United States, 18 years and older, also affecting children as well. What is anxiety, you may ask? Anxiety is basically a feeling that can be uneasy, feeling uncertainty, and leaving you with this helpless feeling. You may be left in a state of tension and associated with dread and doom. Don't forget anxiety is normal, and it's a normal emotion response to threat or stressor. Anxiety serves on so many levels as like a warning sign of impending danger. There are are even good forms of anxiety aiding you with your concentration and focus. And the good news is it can provide you with motivation. What we need to take away from learning about anxiety is that it is a normal part of survival and growth. It's when it starts to affect our everyday living in a negative way that makes the difference. An example of being anxious for a special event such as your wedding day, that is a good anxiety because you know something amazing is about to happen and it helps motivate you to get you ready and it prepares you to walk yourself down that aisle. A negative anxiety is when you are in a constant state of worry and it leads to maladaptive behaviors. What is maladaptive behaviors in regards to anxiety? It is the responses to anxiety that are ineffective attempts to cope. Did you know there are four levels of anxiety? Starting with mild, then moderate, followed by severe to panic. All these levels can affect your physical well-being and your cognitive perspective as well as emotional behavior. I would have to say in the last week or so, my anxiety level bounced from moderate to severe and finally to panic in a very quick fashion. Mild anxiety, physically, you are showing mild signs, minimal muscle tension, and your vital signs are basically normal. Cognitively, your thoughts may be random, but you are able to still control them, and emotionally behavior are pretty normal as well. Moderate, we start to see a change physically. Your vital signs can be slightly elevated and tension may start to set in, making you feel uncomfortable. Cognitively, it it is affected a little as well because you are more alert and your perception is narrowed and focused and your emotional behavior, although sounds pretty good because you have feelings of readiness and energy, and you are feeling competitive and want to learn a new skill, you are also starting to show signs through voice and facial expressions that you are interested and concerned. On to severe and panic. This is where you now need to take extreme care and really be self-aware of how you are truly feeling. Fight or flight kicks in, in so many physical signs, excessive sweating, 
Blood pressure can be affected, frequent urination, dry mouth, appetite change, and so on. Muscles are rigid, pain can set in. Your cognitive is effective, your ability to problem solve, and logical thinking. Even disassociation can occur in the panic state as well. Emotional behaviors such as feeling threat, feelings of depression, withdrawal from daily activities. You may be angry, terrified. You may even, your eyes may even be closed in a way to shut out the noise and environment around you. The list goes on as there are many forms of severe and panic parts of anxiety. Because I'm still a student at the college learning, I will keep the education part of it all to sort of a minimum as to not sound like I know everything or I'm giving you advice in any kind of way. What I have learned, though, is that there are so many different types of anxiety disorders, such as separation anxiety disorder, where a person becomes inappropriately fearful and very anxious when they have to be separated from an important person or object. Being diagnosed with this disorder has to be something you have lived with for a long period of time with inappropriate and extreme reactions to being separated from said person or object. Very much so maladaptive behaviors, such as a loss of sleep withdrawal from social events, nightmares, and physical illness just from being separated from that person or object. Generalized anxiety disorder happens usually to adolescents or early adulthood and can occur as well in children. It is long-lasting and very excessive. If, if it affects you, it can affect emotionally primarily. It affects every part of your life. You start to worry about everything, and you feel extremely nervous as well. Forget trying to concentrate because you are too anxious to do so. It can create a whole realm of physical problems, such as muscle tension. It can occur with people who have problems with irritable bowel syndrome, headache disorder, as well as sleep disturbances and substance abuse. Also, there is panic disorder. It is very difficult at times for healthcare providers to diagnose because it is so close to the signs and symptoms of physical, of physical dysfunction. Panic attacks are brief and intense, and they are fear or discomfort accompanied by many physical and emotional reactions, such as sweating, heart palpitations, accelerated heart rate, trembling, shaking, feeling short of breath, and even feeling smothered, feeling of choking, chest pain or discomfort, nausea or abdominal distress, feeling dizzy, lightheaded or faint, fear of dying, and so many others. This is why it's so hard to be um, diagnosed because at times you may rush to the hospital thinking you are having a heart attack. There are so many more anxiety disorders and I would love to share them all and go into more detail, but this is a short podcast and I have a couple more things to share. Anxiety can be treated with psychotherapy 
also known as talk therapy or psychological counseling, working with a counselor to reduce your symptoms, also cognitive therapy is the more effective form of psychotherapy for anxiety disorder that focuses on teaching specific skills to help your symptoms and gradually return to the activities you have been avoiding caused by your anxiety. This could also include exposure therapy, where you gradually encounter the object or situation that has been triggering your anxiety so you can build confidence that you can manage the situation and symptoms of your anxiety. And of course, there are medications to help relieve symptoms depending on the type of anxiety disorder you may have, and also the medication may go with other medications you may be on as well for other mental illness you may be diagnosed within. Benzo, sorry, benzodiazepines can be prescribed and even some types of antidepressants aid with anxiety as well. Please speak with your doctor and I would hope that you would speak with your doctor before you go ahead and just try to self-medicate because depending on what you are using or taking can lead to addiction and many medical conditions down the road. You don't want to make the mistake and end up in the hospital for something that could have easily have been prevented. So as far so for myself, this past week, I went from moderate to severe, followed by panic with anxiety. I realized quickly that my everyday living was greatly impacted. My moods were changing. I felt unmotivated and felt useless when it came to my education. Concentration was gone and many sleepless nights just worrying about nothing that most people find not important, but to myself was extremely important. My communication was with others was definitely suffering. I became extremely confrontational and always on the edge. I was fortunate to notice my changes quite quickly and called my doctor right away. He explained to me that, no, I am not going crazy. I do not need a med change like I thought. I simply need, needed an adjustment. My behaviors were because my anxiety not because my medication stopped working altogether. I also had been triggered earlier in the week that led to this anxiety and didn't realize how much anxiety could alter everything about me, even though I have learned so much on the subject. Turning 40 was supposed to be a happy time for myself as I was excited, but because I was in the state of heightened anxiety, nothing was going to work to change my mind. I even got into it with a close friend of mine and was accused of many things and it left me feeling extremely sad. I had one bad week. I had a bad day not that long ago as well. All of a sudden, now I'm an emotional roller coaster to that person. These are the terrible things that can happen if you go untreated and are not self-aware of your emotions and behaviors when you are in a heightened state of anxiety. Also, you have to realize that not everyone will truly understand what it means to have a diagnosis with mental health. We all walk in a pair of shoes, yet they are our pair of shoes, 
And until you have walked even five steps in our shoes, the other person or person persons will truly never understand what it feels like to be you and what you are going through. Also, if I can add this, don't go tip for tat with someone. We all have problems and we all suffer on some kind of levels during our life. No one problem is worse than another. Also a term I learned this week, do not use gaslighting on anyone. So that means intentionally twisting your perception of reality for their own gain. Don't convince someone that they are the ones who are going mad or just because they are having a bad week that they have always been this way. Especially knowing that this person has worked extremely hard over the years to get better and use coping skills instead of maladaptive behaviors. Just be a good friend, listen, and if you can't handle them during their hard, tough week, simply say, I am sorry, but this time I don't have all the answers to help you, but I can listen. Don't just ghost them and treat them like they are a hot mess just because you are unable to cope or deal. Explain that in a nice way to, to them and hold their hand through their tough time. Don't just try and make it a competition as to who is worse because that is when feelings get hurt. If you are struggling with anxiety, take note of it. Write your symptoms down. Keep a journal and track how you feel out of 10 every day until you can get an appointment with your doctor. The more information you can provide, the better off you will be. Although, although it may be difficult, it's still necessary and you definitely need to seek the help. All right, folks, that is enough for today in fear that I have bored you. I hope that is not the case. Anxiety is no joke, and if left untreated, can leave you in a world of hurt. If you are feeling like you are in crisis in any sort of way, please contact Crisis Service at 519-973-4435 or go to your nurse emergency department. And always know that you are not alone. There's always someone out there like myself who deals with mental illness every day. So don't be afraid to reach out. There are many places in Windsor that offer help with anxiety disorders, such as the Canadian Mental Health Society, as well as the Transitional Stability Center. Also, I know there is a program going on with the Family Services at um, WE, explaining that what anxiety actually is and how does it imp impact us and how can cognitive behavioral therapy help us reduce anxiety. That is at um, the Family Services, W.E. And you can join them in their virtual treatment group that launches on June 21st. Just give them a call at 519-966-5010. The cost is $20 a session, but they do offer subsidies. So that's a good thing. Um, 
A few announcements I'd like to make. Please remember, you can still reach out and donate to an amazing cause for the Jeff Burroughs 15th Annual Drum Marathon Together Alone, recorded life recorded live at Good Time Charlie's this year due to COVID restrictions again. That will be on July 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th from 4 p.m. till 10 p.m. Such an amazing cause to help out a number of agencies in Windsor and Essex County for mental health. I myself have attended events before, and they were absolutely amazing. I also watched from home last year, and it was just as awesome live in my living room. So let's all get together and support that amazing cause. Um, for mental health. Also, there is a raffle going on, a 50-50 lottery um, that will be drawn on June 22nd. It's the early bird draw, and you can enter for your chance to win a $250 gift card for hot spots, and you will be entered for a Yeti cooler package and final draw to raise funds for Canadian mental health. So you can do that over at cmhawindsor5050.ca. Uh, thank you so much for today. And again, sorry for the day change, as this may happen due to my school schedule and workload throughout the week. Please remember, if you would like to share your story with mental health and or addiction with myself and the Speak Your Way audience as well, request an interview or have any advertising you would like me to do for your special events when it comes to raising funds for mental health and or addiction, you can reach me at speakyourwaypodcast at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend and take the time to be more self-aware of how you are feeling when anxious. Try to be aware of your physical and emotional symptoms. And if and if um, you try to be aware of your physical and emotional symptoms, you will start to feel better because you can enjoy your everyday living the moment you take the opportunity to take care of yourself. Please reach, reach out for help if you need it. Let's all come together, share our stories, and just maybe we can erase the stigma as well as help others come out of their dark spot and seek the much-needed help they deserve. I am Chantel, host of Speak Your Way. Till next week, enjoy your weekend and be safe, everyone. And I am officially off to celebrate my 40th birthday. COVID-friendly, of course. Take care. Until next week. Won't you stop your crying? I know that you're trying. Everything's gonna be okay, baby. Don't you hang your head low? Don't you lose your halo? Everyone's gonna be okay.